Yeehaw! Here we are on Thursday night. Fazless Radio begins right now. Fazless Radio. Everybody's going to subscribe to this one. Fazless Radio? It's like the best one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, Look, the I'm, new... I'm, the, I'm just glad you got the actual buttons clicked right. Job. Yeah, I, well, I had practice in the green room. Uh, you got quite a laugh out of that one. I'm like, hey, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> we uh, we we had to remove Faz from the show. We um, came up with a new rule uh, that those who are apologists are no longer allowed on Faz Radio. <laughs> wow. So gonna... actually, one of one of the two of us has to fight a little bit for uh, for like, Gala because I'll, I'll it, I'm not, it, I'm, not it, I'm not anti Gala all the way. It's just like, <laughs> we're just gonna, I'm not I'm not anti Gala at all. Hell, if I was anti Gala, I wouldn't be holding a fuck ton of assets with them. So so uh, I could argue that with you. I argued we did like a two hour Faz Radio at one point where we were arguing, and I was throwing bombs at him. I'm like. The only reason you're promoting this is because you have 80 billion tokens and you want them to be worth something. That's the only reason you support this nonsense. And he was chewing back at me. We had a really good argument. That was probably our highest rated show. I like it. Let's get in it. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got a good one tonight. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the gala stuff that's been going on with announcements, their, their partnership with Google. Um, we're going to talk a little about all these play tests that are coming out. We have an epic game called Fury that Betty played. Betty can't be with us tonight, but um, he recorded some stuff and gave uh, Nate the, uh, uh, what is that, 411. There we go. <laughs> yeah. We'll I almost said 911. We'll, we'll see how well we do with uh, breaking it down. <laughs> it's not going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'll see how many times he dies. He's really good at that on these play tests. But um, we'll we'll break all that stuff down. And of course, there's always conjecture and 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 things going sideways and conversations that take place. And we have the comments rolling. People love to throw their two cents in, um, and we love to hear it. So uh, big show. And let's get to it, man. Where do you want to start? There's so much. We could have gone on the green room for like another hour. I know. I was <laughs> like, oh, we could talk about this. We could talk about this. Um, let's go quick news updates. There's an Arbitrum airdrop that came out. That's nice. Yes. We a lot about that. Um, but it was the snapshot with February 6th. And you had to do, uh, it was three out of like seven check marks. Like it was bridge to Arbitrum you know, trade at a certain level or, um, you know, transact to a certain level on Arbitrum, be, be a part of the voting mechanism with Arbitrum in their, uh, I can't remember what it's called, some other spot, and then a few other ones. But uh, really, if you would have just followed our suggestion and getting magic, you would have been just fine. You would have had all those and you would have got your Arb- Arbitrum airdrop. So, <laughs> Did you guys ever uh, put out a document on how to do that bridging and so forth? Because... Uh, I was talking about that when I went to Avalanche. I, I do like Avalanche, uh, mm-hmm. but it is it is like nerve-wracking trying to get your stuff over there. I just did it again. I put some more. I took uh, another couple thousand dollars and threw it over on the Avalanche side, and I almost screwed the pooch again getting it over there. You want to know uh, the I lost it for now? a while. You want to know the easiest way to, to bridge it now? How? Go to Portfolio dot metamask.io slash bridge 
So I did a, check that out when you originally said that. It's super. I totally fun. forgot about that. I, I I went to that core app that that uh, Avalanche has, and yeah. oh my god, I ended up losing my USDC for like a half an hour because it went to the wrong wallet. Uh, the other one that I I like to use, um, or I've used most uh, a lot in the past, is Synapse, uh, the Synapse protocol for bridging. Um, it's simple. It's not comp- complicated at all. So. Um, so Synapse or the MetaMask or Arbitrum, I mean, literally it was just the, on the Arbitrum site themselves. So, um, theirs was pretty easy. Yeah. Faz is on here. Faz is commenting on the Fazless radio. Faz, you're not allowed to comment <laughs> on the Fazless radio. <laughs> or is that you typing that in? <laughs> That's me. Okay. Hey, I guess it's Faz. Faz radio is allowed on there, but it's, yeah. you name it the he- Fazless radio yet? Yeah, I named it Fazless Fazless Radio uh, on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so those those are the two that I use. It's pretty simple. I mean, and uh, most of them you can either only do a uh, a stable coin, USDC, Dai, and some other ones that were out there, and then um, ETH. As a lot of times you can bridge over. So, and then there's a few well, other ones that are complicated that go into a lot of different. Um, aspects if you're trying to bridge actual actual tokens it has to go through a couple different leaps to get back so well that was uh, to to add even more anxiety to my bridging over to avalanche um it was right when usdc depegged oh yeah so so (laughs) when when it showed that it said because i'd already hit the button and you know it's going through like step two of 96 and all this shit to get over there yeah and it pulls up and it says USDC 0.05 or whatever. And I went, oh, fuck, it's going to get to the other side. I'm going to have like $11. I was I was like a nervous wreck going through that. Yeah, dude, that was now, interesting. So I get to the other side and I actually have more USDC because it of whatever oh, transfer stuff. It was like eight bucks more. I was like, yeah, oh, I paid for my gas transaction. I was like, all right. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, there you go. Right. Yeah. I hurried up and converted it to uh, AVAX before they changed their mind on giving me that eight bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that that whole um, universe, the the banking uh, side, the USDC and whatnot. I think, I mean, honestly, for me, it just points to the fact of you know, not your keys, not your coins, like hold your own assets mm-hmm. type of situation. Again, um, the banks are going to be. The banks are the banks, right? They got bailed out in 2008 with the mortgage crisis. They're probably going to get bailed out again in, in some level or another, um, you know, now. So most likely we're not going to see many more failures that come into light. But if you were one of the people that were holding your money on SVB or, you know, Silvergate or anything along those lines, like, what are you doing now? Right? It's tough. It's a tough situation. So uh, I, I try to hold as least amount on the bank as I can. There's rumors floating all over crypto Twitter that uh, two trillion is supposedly being earmarked for bailouts yeah, in a pool, and if they print another two trillion plus print another trillion for Zelensky and crew, I mean we're going to have inflation that is going to be off the charts, absolutely off the charts. It'll be like the seventies, right? Late seventies when it was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen percent. Dude, right now we're I mean we're almost at three we're almost under four percent, dude. Look no. at the inflation right now. It's like four point three percent. 
Okay. Drop so, it like a rock. We can pump all sorts of money into this economy. We're good, dude. No problem. So here's here's the problem with that though. So I could I could argue this one all day too. Okay. We had we had double digit inflation, 14, 16, 18% as we drove up to this, right? So now you have your prices set here. So if it only grows, you say, oh, inflation's only 4%. They're not going to drop the price of, of meat and milk and eggs and gas back going, down man. to that and then go up 4%. See, but that's what they want people to believe. Oh, it came down. Bullshit. We're stuck up here now. We're going to be paying these high prices for the end of time. Nobody's going to lower their prices. I, I, I agree with you 100%. We were sitting at, and I think we topped out at 12%, in, according to Trueflation. And CPI didn't even get up that high, but still. Um, CPI is bullshit. I, it is. I agree. It. I'm just giving you the two numbers that are out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's a snapshot in time, right? And they're looking, when you look at the year over year, right? And okay, all of last year, we were sitting at an average of what, 8%, 6%, you know, in that range. And then this year, we're going to be at 5%, 4%. And then next year, 5%, 4%. They're not going to get down to the 2% that they, they're, they're target. Uh, but it, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, well, now you have these prices that are already inflated. They're not bringing them down. They're just mm -hmm. inflating them more, more by the 3 or 4%. <laughs> just slower, <laughs> so, yeah. Just slower inflation. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I totally agree with you. You can't argue that. So, yeah, it's, it, I'm I arguing mean, when I agree with you. <laughs> well, no, right. So, so a lot of people don't realize that again they take everything at surface they they watch the msm the mainstream media and they say oh it's all great now we're down to five percent and people go oh shit all my prices are going to drop i'm not going to have to pay 73 dollars for you know a thing of steaks for the family bullshit your grocery bill's still going to go up and i'm hoping what i what i am hoping is for and and this is going to sound horrible i want the banks to feel some pain that means we're going to feel some pain too but i want the banks to feel some pain so that they maybe understand a little about what we've had to go through the last few years i've got a fantastic credit score right and i still have to pay ridiculous interest rates for anything yeah and now these banks got away for the last five years paying less than 1% interest on deposits. You had these crypto companies coming out and like BlockFi and Nexo and Celsius that were, I mean, we know what they did, but they were yeah, paying yeah. so much more. And so people were yanking money out of banks and they were putting it into to crypto or even stable coins, getting these higher yields. They, they've got to come around they've got to find a way to come around and adopt crypto somehow yeah i mean the, the sad part is is i think the loans and that apy and type of stuff is the only way they know how to do that is in a ponzi type situation right the i'm going to take the depositors money to give it to this person who gives it to this person who gives it to this person and oh and all of a sudden it comes back around and it's never there's no actual yield you know there's nothing generating this yield and that's what was happening even with what SVB, who was buying bonds, right? Like they mm -hmm. failed buying bonds. Like the safest thing in the world and they failed buying bonds. Like what are we coming to? Like, but that's a that's a um, you know, that was from our government inflating things or sorry, raising interest rates at such a rapid pace. Um, so they they couldn't 
well, plus they were using other people's money to buy the bonds. They were leveraging to buy bonds. And it was just so the, you know, the interest was so high, they just couldn't pay back the, the rate. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy how it works. So, it's um, going to get worse before it gets better. I think that's the only thing we know. Um, I, I think people are, are starting to understand the, the Bitcoin side of things now. Um, yeah. And being able to at least look at it and go, you know, this this fiat world that we live in isn't as cracked up as it should be, you know, and they're they're, they're panicking because Bitcoin's going up while all this stuff is, is going on. And yeah, it, people are looking, they're noticing they they might be a little closer to jumping in than than they were a year ago. There's no doubt about that. I thought when the USDC was depegging the um, everything was diving down except for Bitcoin and Ethereum like they were they were in the green and everything else was red by a lot. So it was, I mean, it's, you know, where are you going to, where are you going to fly to, right? You're going to fly to the safe haven. Well, and, and you have a big kerfuffle in the, that's brewing right now because they're releasing the code that will allow ETH stakers to unstake. Yeah. So this could really pummel ETH. I mean, if if you have all these people that are going to yank their stuff and these exchanges who have billions staked and all of it disappears, I think you're going to see a bigger dip on that side. And especially I think I think it's I think if you couple that with Gensler's threats of ETH as a security and everything else, I think they're going to try and take down ETH that way. It'll be interesting. I think I read something, and this was when ETH was around fourteen hundred. That oh, I'm going to butcher it, but it was only like twenty percent <laughs> of the stakers were in profit, and so uh, the idea would be they're not going to sell for that loss yet. Interesting. Um, but there's so many other factors that are coming to play. One is were they, you know, when you talk about these stakers, what are they? What do they want to do with that ETH in the first place? Is it just pure money? Do they want to start buying, you know, random JPEGs with it? You know, <laughs> PFPs? Do they have other aspects they want to use it for? So, um, and I think there's also, a, a, um, actually, that's funny. ER Crypto just just posted it too. It says, does all the all of it get unstaked at the same time? And it does not. It actually has a, it's a time, it's a time deal. And I can't remember how it works. Again, I, I'm going to butcher it because I haven't. I didn't research this part. I've read about it, but it, it's a certain amount at a time, so it's not all at one time. Now, the nice thing about that is you'll start to see it. If it is going to dive, you'll just start see it ticking down, ticking down, ticking. You're like, okay, I better get my shit out of there, <laughs> <laughs> which will cause ETH runs. Oh yeah, it's an ETH run. Shit, <laughs> I'll buy it once it once it gets down though. I mean, everything's running on ETH right now, so. Oh, well, I mean, it was the smart thing to do back then. There wasn't a lot of other options, right? And it was a simple contract. You could fork it very easily. You could turn it into whatever you wanted to turn it into. And then, what was it? Probably two, three years ago, things started to change where these other chains were coming out that were different and were giving people different options. Like there's some that that are running on Rust now, which is a completely different programming language. And you have your arguments. It's like the the whole uh, JavaScript thing before. Is Java better? Or, you know, and and you have these these arguments back and forth. I think the stability and security 
of some of these are, are going to tip tip it a little bit. While we have our our e things and we've we've seen like with the miners, it happened with Gallup where there was a middle man in the middle attack. Um, that was for the uh, uh, Egala on uh, Binance. No, 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 no. With the man in the middle attack was was when they were minting the boxes and that guy was snagging oh, yeah. them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was genius what he did, um, putting himself so he put himself right in front of the miner so he could grab whatever transactions he wanted and he was able to figure out because of the minting structure which ones were the good boxes, yeah. and with the staking. That removes that, but it opens up five others. See, they they want you to believe that that this you know moving to the proof of stake solves all the problems, but it doesn't. And there's, problems. yeah, there's always going to be problems, right? On every chain, no matter what you do or where you go. Exactly. So you just gotta you just gotta do the best you can with what you got, man. Yep. And preservation of capital, number one. Yeah. Don't get yeah. It's not about what you make; it's about what you don't lose. So speaking go. about what you're not losing. And that is your sanity with Gala, right? So talk, uh, you had a really good take in the green room. If, if you guys aren't premium, become premium. We had an awesome talk today in the green room. And we're going to go a little bit more in depth on this. But the recent announcement with Google's partnership with Gala, what's your take on that? <laughs> so in the crypto world, there's the, this was back with the ICO era, you know, and every project would come out and they're like, hey, here's who our founders are, here's this. And oh, by the way, you know, as they start going through everything, man, we partnered with such and such. And the, the big one was always Amazon, right? But then when you get down to the actual like nitty gritty, their partner with Amazon was that they were hosting their servers on an AWS server. That was their partnership. <laughs> AK, they pay Amazon money and they get a service. So when this, the whole Google partnership in the fund came out, you know, I, I posted to get a little more detail, but I didn't get anything out of there. And then, you know, we had more people kept posting about it, but there was nothing really there to, to talk about this partnership. I would imagine that an actual partnership with Google would be a, a much larger announcement. I mean, articles, this and that going out like, hey, this is a Google partnership. And so I posted, you know, on Twitter and stuff too. I was like, hey, I don't want this to be another, you know, 2017, 2018. I'm partnering with Amazon, Amazon thing. Like what's going on here? Well, nothing really came out until recently when uh, Bitbender said that it was, uh, I'm going to butcher that too, unless it's in front of me. I think I posted it somewhere. <laughs> I want to make sure I read it right. Um, he said, it's pretty, so, so it's, it's basically somebody was asking him about, you know, what, What's, is there a write-up on the Google partnership? What does it mean? How's this working? And he said, it's pretty simple. Both Gala and Gradient Ventures, which Gradient Ventures is the Google venture capital deal, are investors in C2. And that's it. So they're both investors in the same fund. That's the partnership, which is kind of bullshit in my eyes. Like that's, that's I mean, look, you can, you can jump on them. I don't like it. It doesn't look good. But we may not have all the information. Like they may, they may be holding some information back that they want to put out that, that there is an actual partnership in there, that they're working together on games or uh, a marketplace platform, something like that. There could be a whole lot going on in the background we just don't see. 
I don't, I don't see that. I haven't been told that. I have no clue. All I'm seeing is what they're posting out there, and it stinks. Doesn't look right. So, well, the any any news they can put out at this point to try and and keep themselves going with whatever momentum they have, and I I think maybe they probably just overhyped it as usual. We've we've done a really good job of trying to keep the the FOMO and the hype tamped down, right? So I think what you said is perfect, right? We don't know the the real why behind the why because we don't get to to sit in those Slack meetings, right? Right. But it doesn't look good when the CEO says one thing and the president says another. So you've you've got to you got to people say that all the time. I don't remember the exact quote, but it's um, there's there's this person's story. There's this person's story. And somewhere in the middle is the truth. Yeah. So it's probably some kind of a mix in the middle. But you, you, if you haven't learned, you've got to take and it's not just Gala. It's every company it, out there. Every right? company. You've got to you've got to take everything with a grain of salt. And understand that these people are masters of marketing and massaging words, right? Um, we could we could sit here and break it down here too, right? We have a partnership with Black Harp. No, <laughs> we have a guy that that is part of Black Harp sitting in our studio. We we don't have a partnership, <laughs> but you can uh, yeah. massage the words Not to yet. have it say whatever. Yes. Yes. Bring it in. It's coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know that that one just sat with me wrong. I didn't like it. I didn't, and I didn't get answers <laughs> after answers. I didn't get answers. So I mean, I can only go off with what I was told. And unfortunately, that that one just stunk. It just wasn't really good. And I mean, we just put out an article with when we stay on the gala subject. We just put on a quarterly update for their, you know, quarter, you know, all the stuff that they have that they're trying to, you know, get out to us on their roadmap. Um, so we put that out and it was, you know, really they, they haven't hit any of their goals outside of a couple minor ones that are on there, um, partially and the quarter's not over. Um, uh, so they still have time to hit that. And the other side is, you know, somebody posted it in the platinum channel and they said, you know, here's here's all they want to know it's like this is awesome we are still working on this and we're down this route now i get where they're coming from like getting that information that's a whole nother level of like commitment by a company to to continue to keep the you know public abreast of a situation and i don't think they need to do that because one they're a private company um but two if you don't then you're you're beholden to your roadmap right so what will probably have happen if they address it at all will be an adjustment to their roadmap of here's where we're going to be in quarter one and here's where we're at now. So here's the adjustments going forward is my guess. So again, take it all with a grain of salt and just kind of, you know, ride the wave of excitement, which is all the play tests. There's so many play tests right now. You can play every game in the world. So there's that. I do have, I have, I have I have one I, I play a couple games like religiously I play Apex I love it. it's like my favorite game but I also play Dragon Strike it's my <laughs> shitter game 
<laughs> the aka I have like five minutes like in between a meeting or something like that, and I'll pull it up and play a few games of uh, Dragon Strike. So I do play Dragon Strike. It's there. Nice. You know, I tried to play tests on most of the games. I haven't done Eternal Paradox yet, so I hear that's pretty badass. Yeah, there's. Uh, I'm gonna have to find some time this weekend to jump into these play tests and see see how they're going. Right. So, I uh, I admitted fully that I was not a uh, TWDE fan, and I hated the game and it was stupid. And then I played it and I kind of liked it. Oh, yeah. So I'm um, I'm gonna jump back in there and see what they got going on. Um, I'm not good at shooters. I mean, I'll play, I'll try it, but anything where I have to shoot something, I'm terrible. Um, so I don't really have much fun with those. That's next week, right? On the 20th, I think. Something like yeah. They're, they're all happening conveniently right at the end of the quarter. Um, and there's probably five or six. I think there's six that are going on. Um, and I've seen some, some people saying some really good things. Um, the spider tanks thing, Mm -hmm. you know, I I got, I'll tell you what though, I I do want to, I do want to throw them some love before I beat them up. Um, I got an email today from Gala Games and it was, I usually just slough those things off, but when I pulled up, I had it on my iPad, I pulled it up this morning when I got up and I was about to swipe it away and I looked and I'm like, wait a minute, this looks kind of new. So there's a new format, and this thing had, like, all the stuff that's going on and broke it down into links and small digestible bites to where you could click it. It would give you the info, like a Medium article or something, and then kick you back in, and you go, oh, what about this? That was super cool. If they'd have been doing this, you know, like a weekly recap or a biweekly recap like that with with this format where it's lots of white space, not – 50 paragraphs of shit that you can't fucking read because you're bored after four sentences. Just quick links that give you bite-sized chunks of info about what the hell's going on. Genius move. You'd love that. Loved it. I did. I did. I loved it. It it was sent to my box today. I I, I actually clicked on almost all the links. You know, my big announcement I was going to tell you, you're like, you got a big announcement. What if I, that that was you? Well, no, but (laughs) <laughs> that may be something that we're working on. Testing it right now, actually. Really? Uh-huh. Now, is this for Gala, or is this just for all the shit you any, got going on? Any Discord out there. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything more. Uh-huh. Nothing more. Nothing more. But I will, uh, I'm going to need some testers, so if uh, I'll, I'll let you be a tester for sure. But if anybody else wants to be a tester here coming forward um you know we'll uh we'll get you in there that is that is epic news you're right you you said i would like it i do like it and that's exactly yeah exactly i I didn't even know i was doing it that's the funny part i love it oh that's no just, just talking right now you know so yeah right so so here's here's the thing right and i want to say this without being horribly disrespectful because I'll, I'll take your advice and try and catch more bees with honey than vinegar. <laughs> and I'll put it this way. This is a great lesson to anybody who's listening 
gala people, <clears throat> that if you listen to what the people want and then deliver that, they get excited, they get happy, and they do the things that are inducive of a successful platform. So we've been asking, and, and even you've asked too, for these bite-sized chunks that come regularly, that have actual content you want to read, aren't overwhelming, just the right size, but keep you informed and keep you excited. Bing, man. Yeah. Listen to what the people want. And when somebody like you can come up and step up and take the lead on that, that is phenomenal. Keep rolling with it. Yeah, hopefully we can get more testers on here in uh, probably two weeks. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna be gone next week, so the week after mm -hmm. we'll probably bring on another ten to fifteen testers, and then after that, I think the road is gonna be we want like a hundred people on the platform to test it out, and then we're nice. gonna and then we'll just kind of roll it out uh, pretty fast. So it's gonna be fun. Very cool. Yeah. But, so let's see here. Should we should we do gameplay? Well, you know, speaking of games, they have now this play test with Gala with um, TWDE, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And with that, they have a service called NerdNode. And you look at your computer like that. And you're a zombie because you can't get the goddamn node working the way you want to get it working. So instead of struggling with it, run over to nerdnode.io, $25 per month per node. They will take care of everything for you. Quick, easy, fast onboarding. The Cranberries, the famous group, the Cranberries, even made a song about Nerdnode. Oh, I'm excited. Have you heard it? Not yet. Let's, is this? Where are your nodes? Where's your nodes? Nerd node, nerd node, nerd node. I Go hope, to nerd node. I hope that gets clipped out. That was amazing. <laughs> got to change it up, man. You got to make it interesting and fun for people to be excited as, about nerd node. That was the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Soto, you're being called out right now. That better be a YouTube short. <laughs> I'm going to get that guy on the line. I want to see it in five minutes. Go. <laughs> he does, his shorts are awesome. He does so many of those things. He's he's a hoot. He really is, man. And, yeah. and he's sensible. He's smart. He's passionate about gaming. Those are the people that, that need to have the attention paid to them the most. Him and Timbo, man, those like it's gamer life. Oh, yeah. And when they tell you something, you need to listen and act on what those folks are telling you because that's what they live for in this world. Yeah, he was going off on the the uh, Jay Soto was um, on the Web Two Web Three gamer side, and you know he was he was kind of upset with the token stuff, and he's just like, look, the Web Two gamers don't give a crap about the token, like they don't care. They're they're here for the game, man. Like, play the damn game, give me a game, and uh, that's what they that's all they care about. And uh, it, it was a good, it was a good thread. I commented a couple of times for him. So, but speaking of games, we've got Fury. So, um, just so you know, I'm going to butcher this. This is thirty minutes. So, what platform is this one on? Hold on, I'm going to pull up some stuff here, <laughs> and uh, let's see. So, 
Fury Overview, okay? It's a P2E online shooter built in the Unreal Engine 5. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, I'm reading a few. Ooh, this is going to be really good then. This is built on XRP. This is the one I found them. Uh, somebody posted it actually in uh, one of our podcasts last time we were doing a po- podcast and asked about uh, this game. So uh, we pulled it up. It's Fury. Um, it's currently holding an IDO where users can purchase Fury to be eligible for the token and the NFT airdrops. Uh, like I said, it's built on, I think it's built on XRPL. Uh, he has XRP in here, but I think it's XRPL if I remember right. It's that supposed to be launching on Steam and Epic with full support for console controllers, just controllers, right? They had, you had to be specific because, again, that's another one where they say, um, Hey, we're going to be console. We're going to be console ready. Well, the, the the reality is, is you're going to be partnered with that console if you're actually going to be on the console. I recognize this. It's all over Twitter. It's ads on my Twitter feed. I recognize that logo. Furious? Yeah. Well, that's because you're a big XRP guy. So you're all over XRP. Well, I wouldn't say big. I've, I've become more interested this last year. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the gameplay looks good. I like it so far. I'll take it. I'll take it. It looks nice. I mean, Unreal Engine 5 is pretty legit with some of the stuff that, that they can build on there. So, And I know Mirandus is doing stuff on Un- Unreal Engine 5, I think, as well. At least they talked about it in that last little AMA that they had. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, let's see. Emphasis on character and weapon customization. They have mentioned over 70 equipment elements and more than 15 weapons that they can alter. Um, there's numerous game modes from TDM to Nomination and even Battle Royales. It's cool. A lot of people love that shit. Um, token info. So total supply of twenty billion. Why do people keep picking twenty billion? Is that like a magic number? I mean, it might Gala's be. Got twenty billion. Uh, oh no, Gala's fifty billion, right? Mm-hmm. Fifty. Yeah, I'm wrong. Never mind. No, but it's twenty billion. So they no. So that's a great point. They don't need that many right off the bat. They really don't. No, I mean, and that's the thing with all this stuff is it's all relative anyway. Do you, are you expecting it to actually harness that many transactions for one game that you need 20 billion tokens? So you want them they, to all be worth five cents a piece? Well, maybe. Maybe that's what they, I was just thinking the same thing. Maybe they want to keep it so that it'll keep the token price so it isn't, you know, like $85 a token or $200 a token. Oh, there he died. He died. Good He's old died twice died. already. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You suck, Eddie. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not playing this. You wouldn't see any gameplay. You would just see blood splattering everywhere. Oh. My kids, I would play Call of Duty with my kids, right? And I'm so bad at it that I would have one of the kids on my team and I would still get toasted <laughs> constantly. I mean, I couldn't even play. I, I get so pissed I want to throw the controller. All right, let's see here. So total of $20 billion with $7 billion to be sold in an IDO pegged at the value of 0. 0.00. Zero, one four, so three that, zeros. That's three zeros. So you're okay. looking at uh, one. What is that? Fourteen hundredths of a cent. If I remember right, three point eight billion tokens to be held in the treasury. And there's nothing in there that says what that treasury is going to do. Um, is that treasury going to be given to the CEO? I don't know. Maybe two rewards. Real. Usually they do that for like marketing and rewards and stuff no, no, no. like that. There's $2 billion for marketing set aside. Oh, okay. $2.2 billion for team and advisory board. Okay, so what's that What's that come out to right there? Actually, I'm going to do some quick math because I'm kind of curious. So if you go $2.2 billion, that's a lot of zeros. 
<laughs> I gotta go sideways on my calculator. Two point two billion times point one two three one four. Oh, that's only three hundred eighty grand. Okay, that's not too bad. When you talk about a for the team, that's that's. I mean, for the team and advisory board. Okay, rest that's of the reasonable. Token. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, rest of the tokens for airdrop and staking mechanics in the future. Great. Players earn fury for time spent playing, kills, games won, and competing in tournaments. I like it. I like that. Okay. Fury can also be used for accessing tournaments, participating in the DAO, betting on tournaments, and staking mechanics. That's the thing that I'm seeing a lot of these games do is they're creating a DAO or a DAO environment, right? They uh, they realize that the community is fucking huge because they're the ones playing the game. Make them a part of that thing. And these, these DAOs... Um, if they're ran correctly, they're put together correctly, they can they can do some great things for the game, right? You don't have to make it so the the DAO, oh, they're voting on what color is that that Connex gonna be. Oh, oh, let's make it green. Oh no, red. No, you don't have to do that shit. <laughs> like, but make make them a part of like what are you seeing in the game? Like, oh, we're we're missing out on, you know, we really love this type of game mode. We really want this game mode. And you see a lot of people getting on it and you know, agreeing with it and saying we can adjust things. Then you get real world you know information on what the players of the game want which is the dow um it can be set up correctly i just uh you know and i see a lot of these a lot of these games and a lot of these companies are setting up DAOs specifically for that stuff and i think it's great you know it involves it involves the players right in the actual development of it mm-hmm. uh let's see fury can also be used for purchasing weapons skins and other nfts makes sense uh, and he has here the gameplay feels this is his this is his um kind of understanding what it feels like gameplay feels familiar yet unique movement and everything reminds him of PUBG or any other third person online shooter uh easy to use mechanics like lean function peaking corner standard movement controls a lot of stuff you see in you know COD and in all those type of uh you know wartime games uh game feels incredibly smooth for being just a demo the video being shown has some lag that was not there during the actual gameplay the demo is only against bots, no real enemies. So you're not playing. You don't have actual uh, people playing against you yet. So that's what he's got. It still man. looks really good. This is, I mean, yeah. a lot of these graphics are phenomenal. That's Unreal Engine 5, man. Like, read about Unreal Engine 5. It's pretty amazing what it can do. Um Add into it with the, you know, AI functions to be able to, like, help build stuff. It's going to be ridiculous what games can be coming out. Like, and in a time frame that's going to be condensed. So we're so used to that five, six, seven-year time frame of really, really good games coming out. I think it's going to be much more condensed with, one, Unreal Engine 5, but also the AI component that can really speed things up. So it's going to be pretty interesting. It's cool. Very cool. I, I was watching some of the, the reels they had on this Unreal Engine, and you can't tell the difference between a film and Unreal Engine. Yeah, right? Like they have this, like, which one's which? And they have you pick yeah. what's the real one, what's the Unreal Engine. It's in, it's it's nuts, dude. It's just kind of crazy. Blow I think up. they're going to get to – now, they, they had – and I, I, I'm bringing this up on tomorrow's Faz Radio on a normal show. Um. I, I copied a Twitter thing, and I'm digging deep. It's uh, This guy posted, he's a big AI guy, and he posted uh, how he is, he started a website, a marketing website, 
And he's doing everything. He said, I have a, he told the AI, I have a hundred dollar budget. And my goal is to get to a thousand dollars as quickly as possible in earnings. And I'm going to do everything that you tell me to do. And so far he's broken even, and it's only been like a week. Um, and it built the website for him. It, it, it's telling him how to market, who to market to, to what ads to run and when, because it connects with Google really? and finds out the best. So you have like these games, right? How you're talking about shortening that five, six, seven year period. They're going to have, I think in the, in the fairly near future, especially since they've gone to version five already from version four in such a short time that you're going to be able to create games like this in a weekend. And it's going to be pretty much created. The human aspect to it is going to be to tell it what you want to see, and it's going to do all the actual work. Coders are going to be a thing of the past, the well, way that you, they're they're bringing this up. you got to think. It's, it's, I'll put the calculator out there again. They won't be a thing of the past. You're going to have the coders that are going to be lazy and are going to use it to develop things for them that are just going to be basic. And, you know, whatever AI can do, that's what it's going to be. And then you're going to have the coders that are going to utilize it to create something amazing uh, and or use it to be much faster to create something amazing. So that that same thing with a mathematician. No, stop it. <laughs> the same thing with math, you know, somebody that's you know doing math, you either have the kid that's just going to be I'm going to use the calculator to get my answer quick or the kid that is understanding that he he knows the concept of what he's doing and he's going to use the calculator to make himself better. Right. I think that's what AI is going to do. So the 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 genius behind what you create, I think, will still be there. But the actual physical coding of it, and granted, it's based on what everybody else has coded before, right? So mm -hmm. it's not like this stuff's coming up with brand new things. I mean, it probably right. could at some point. But the credit does go to all these devs who have written all this code for decades now. Oh, for sure. Um yeah. So you got to give credit where credit's due. But I mean, yeah, these these time frames I think are going to shorten even more dramatically as this comes out. Yeah. There's a a bunch of AI stuff that I'm going to feature tomorrow. Um hopefully it won't be Fazless Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but, really uh, <laughs> right? And uh I, I, I want to highlight this stuff because this gameplay looks like a heck of a lot of fun. And having them, quite honestly, for people like me, right? I'm not talking about like tournaments or competitions where there's tokens or money at stake. But to have, you know, to be able to earn AI help, right? So if you really suck, maybe having the AI not so much fire for you, but to be able to read how bad you actually are and give you like a little handicap along the way. And once you start to learn it, it backs off automatically. You know, it's just like anything that training you wheel. do, right? Training. Yeah, training wheels. Exactly. So, you know, you're not the world's greatest football player when you first start playing peewee football, right? But the more you play, the more you get into it, the better you get. Same with baseball or anything else. So, you know, if you if you practice the AI can determine how much help it needs to give you. Talk about adoption. There's people like me who, if that was available, I would play shooters a hell of a lot more because they're fun. I just suck. So yeah. if I could get some help that could automatically determine when to back off, 
that would be epic. So you say training wheels, but see training wheels, it's a misnomer, right? Training wheels actually hinder you from learning how to ride a bike faster. You have the glide bikes for kids that are young, which actually they learn how to ride a bike. It's 10 X faster or something ridiculous than people on the training wheels. I have never heard of that. Yeah. So it's just a little glide bike so they can have their feet on the ground and they just, they pedal with their feet and then they can lift their feet up and they glide around the bike to get used to that, you know, two wheel. Oh. Literally they ride bikes super incredible. That's how I got my, my son riding a bike too. So it's so fast and just outside of them relying, relying upon the, you know, those wheels to hold them up, the training wheels, Mm -hmm. they're learning to balance. Like they're learning it and they're getting it faster. So very now, cool. I, I wish I would have known that. Now people with a learning disability like yourself might work because <laughs> you don't get that point in time of having you know, <laughs> training wheels are a must, dude. Don't get you on a glide bike. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I, I really I'm horrible. I we did a game a fast game night and we <laughs> We had family man on with us and, and that guy is one of the most patient guys in the world. And he was fucking yelling at me because I'm so bad. I'm like, I made family man yell. Oh my God. He's one of my favorite, <laughs> he's one of my favorite people in this whole ecosystem is family man. That dude's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a hell of a good guy. He's yelling at me. He's like, why the fuck are you over there? And I'm like, I don't know. Am I not supposed to be there? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. I need my training wheels. <laughs> I do. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. What else uh, do we want to continue? We, we, we wanted, we wanted, we can let the gameplay go for people who want to do that. We're coming up with about 15 minutes left in the hour. So we did want to reach out uh, to the audience uh, if they haven't seen Twitter lately about a. A uh, fantastic new startup that was announced recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Seed starter. We we have Seed Starter, and and for those of you who have been following some of the progress of uh, one of our favorite uh, former gala gala people, uh, Mr. Jesse Hines, he is founding a startup called Seed Starter. And we're going to kind of talk about what what has been released so far, where he's going with it, what the general idea is of it. Uh, it's brilliant, actually. Um, I would have never thought of it. And I see why he kept it quiet for so long, because it's it's a very, very good idea. It gives anybody the opportunity to work with crowdfunding. Um, whether it's in the crypto side or on the regular traditional business side. Um, do you have any of the uh, the documents you can pull up on screen or no? You know, I just have my, so we wrote, uh, we wrote an article on it. You know, we've talked with Jesse um, talking about, you know, his stuff. We've been talking to him about it for a long time and there's some stuff. We, di- we didn't want to put too much information out. So we had him read through what we were putting out on there. Um, and ultimately when you look at it, like, you should read the article first off, because again, I'm just going to read off the article because it's written really well. But essentially, it's, if you think about like a Kickstarter, right? So in a Kickstarter, you can put money in really low amount. Um, in in this scenario, um, with the rules and regulations, you $25 is a minimum. So 
and you don't have to be a in, uh, qualified investor to be able to do that. So, um, and Kickstarter is the same way, but in Kickstarter, you invest in this company, you give them money and they give you a product back, whatever that may be, uh, a magic clock that turns red at midnight, whatever, right? So, um, but this, you actually are able to invest and expect, you know, money in return. You're investing in the company itself. Uh, and you're that in that sense, it's completely different, you know, with what you're looking to get back from it than what a Kickstarter model is. And this can also is going to extrapolate into the crypto world with, um, you know, tokens and, and whatnot that's going to happen down the road. Uh, but it's a, a security, essentially. Right. So you're you're um, not skirting around the fact of the securities laws. You're going right at it and, you know, doing everything you're supposed to do and in, in, you know, raising money and that kind of stuff. So it's it's pretty revolutionary. It's going to happen. You know, hopefully I think uh, they put out next uh, quarter Q2 uh, is when the platform should go live. Um, and he's been posting a ton of stuff on Twitter. You can read through his stuff, ask him questions. Uh, in my eyes, as I've read through a lot of the documentation or how he's going to go through with this, it's freaking awesome. Like it, this is what the, I mean, not just crypto space, but just the, the, the funding of a company of being able to go, Hey, I want to raise some funds and I want to give part of my company's, you know, exposure to these people to be able to let them, you know, be a part of this. It's huge. This is freaking huge. Right. I love it. This is fantastic. And it's the the big kicker on this is it's fully compliant, hundred uh, percent. All right, this this is this is not where there there's going to be trouble from Finra or SEC or anybody down the road. This is going to be a fully licensed platform. Yeah, and he's, literally, he's that, literally gone to them and said, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Approve me," you know, and you know, hopefully that goes through. <laughs> But yeah, well, you. yeah, and and this is the big thing is that it's for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So people who have a lot of money, people who have a little bit of money, and people who just want to put twenty five dollars towards something, and there's a lot of minutia that goes around. I'm not going to steal any of his thunder. You know, it's up to him how he wants to release all that information, but it it is very unique. It is compliant previously for 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 a regular person like you and me uh we couldn't previously get into any of these ipos or anything else you had to be what's called an accredited investor and back when i was doing securities it was you had to have at least 250,000 uh, or you had to have your FINRA licenses or you had to have been invested for at least 10 years. And if you met these criteria, you were an accredited investor, you could buy these IPOs, you could buy these startups, and the rich basically got richer, right? right. Well, in, in this space, the way that, that seed starter is being set up, you don't have to worry about any of that. He's he's framed this platform to fit within the law, okay, of how they've determined you can do this and still be legally compliant. Right. And it it's a win-win-win, right? A triple win. It's a win for the investor. It's a win for seed starter, and it's a win for whoever comes to them. Right. And when you hear all the details, I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna flip out. Because yeah. you would think that there's no way that this could be legal, and it absolutely is. 
Right. And he lays it out with, you know, what the current laws are and, you know, you know, what's been changed. And it's and there is a caveat, right? It's this is going to be more for your small to medium sized businesses because there is a cap limit of five million dollars per year to be able to be raised. So you're not going to get a, you know, hundred million dollar raise going into this with this type of platform. Right. So right. Um, but again, once you're going for a hundred million dollar raise, there's something else going on there. So. <laughs> yeah, you're a lot bigger at that point. You don't really need seed starter yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, check it out. Um, it's Seed Starter on Twitter. We'll, I'll try and remember to drop those links into the description of this uh, as well um, so that you can pop over to Twitter. Uh, give Jesse some love. This is a really good project. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to make some serious... Uh, traction in not only the crypto industry but in the investment industry overall. Yeah, go go read the article in the Faz Discord under Forged and Crypto. Um, it mm-hmm. lays out a lot of stuff in there as well. Um, yeah, that's great. That's a good one. I'm excited for that. All right, as we wrap up, we can we can take them out. But if there's anybody uh, who wants to throw out any questions or comments in the comments section that they want our idiot banter on. Feel free to do so. We'll answer those up and then we'll head on out of here Um, in the next five to seven minutes. We'll keep it to an hour tonight. Yep. Um, Let me get one thing because I wanted to talk about Miria really quick too. Oh, Miria. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So Miria did their, um, they did a roadmap last year for the 2023 year and theirs was, they did it in halves. So first half of the year, second half of the year. So we, um, much like Gala, we did the quarterly for it. So again, these are all, all their stuff. When you read the article that we put out, it's all for on a half a year, but we just wanted to see where they were at with their, you know, their, their roadmap in the first quarter and they haven't completed anything. So <laughs> makes it easy. Oh, no. Now, the other part is, is I've noticed that they are very, very like they're, I mean, their Discord has been quiet from the get-go. It was a bunch of bots in the beginning anyway. It sucked. And now it's just dead, man. Like, And they've been pushing off their um, their node sale for the public node sale for the longest time. Their nodes aren't running. And when you, you can't get any any questions answered in their Discord at all. If you think Gala's bad at their information, like if you don't like Gala's information, don't go to Miria. It's a bajillion times worse. Like they are... Like I get the I get vibes of like rug pull. I don't know, man. Like now they're doing a now they're doing a Miria airdrop, right? So they're airdropping some Miria twenty thousand dollars with a Miria or whatever it is. But yet their nodes aren't running to distribute the token. And again, we can't get answers. It's just it's sad. So and me We've being talked part of about nerd that nerd, here, yeah. Well, here's the thing: part of nerd node. So I've I've approached them in many different ways of saying, hey. Mm-hmm. You have this platform so we can run nodes for your for your clients right for your your network to get it up and running um we already have you know a couple hundred um nodes that people have said that they want us to run for them for myria and all i get back they won't listen to anything i say they don't read anything i tell them they're like oh you're just another you're just another um uh, virtual server platform we've already got partners in that we don't need anything else and i'm like no we're not you're not listening <laughs> to what i <laughs> right um, they're just very like quick to cut you off. I mean, and I've been going through channels of when I first heard about Miria was through Nansen Alpha, and I had the ability to um, purchase a, 
nodes before the actual investor side. It was like the very first node sale they put out. And they did their little, you know, spiel. And this was before a lot of people heard about them. And I was like, I mean, it just sounded Gala clonish. I didn't buy any at that time. But they would not answer questions. They were very simplistic, like very like close to the chest. Um, they wouldn't do if you watch any interviews that they do, like it's all scripted. They don't they don't go off the rails. So we've talked about that. I tried to get them on and they refused to go live. It had to be recorded. And we had to submit a list of questions and we weren't allowed to vary from those. And if they didn't like the questions, we'd have to submit new ones. I was like, no, forget it. I don't even want you on Faz Radio. Um, I tried to get, and they laughed at me because I forget the name of that thing, the Sigilly or Sigal or whatever the hell that thing was that they had. The Sigil. Yeah, <laughs> Sigil. And I, I jumped through every hoop, and I never could get onto the platform. It kept rejecting me. And the emails wouldn't go through and everything else. I finally, I gave up. I said, piss on this. I'm not, if it's this difficult now, it's only going to be more difficult later. Yeah. They're, I, I don't like the way they're operating. They may have, they may have some good things that come out, but I mean, honestly, yeah, not a fan so far. We'll see. Things can change though. Change overnight. Never know. Cool. All right. Faz Faz said he had finally made it out of traffic. He was going to try and jump on these last few minutes, but I haven't seen him yet. Well, it wouldn't be Fazless Radio if he jumped on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's true. If he jumps in, we'll have to kick him off and say this is Fazless Radio. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just end it right when he shows up. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> It's not like he hasn't done that to us before. <laughs> oh man, it was a good, it was a good cast though. Uh, I think we're winding it down anyway. So, yeah, this was this was good. I think we had a fantastic talk this evening. Um, thanks for making it out, guys. We we had quite a showing tonight. Uh, I was watching, and Zora Zora came late, uh, but he finally made it in. He's uh, he's a, a devote listener. I. Definitely, all of us appreciate that. I've been catching his show. I finally got to catch his Twitter spaces, um, which are which are fantastic talks as well. They they have some pretty intense conversations over there that go pretty deep. Uh, so if you haven't checked out Zorro's Twitter spaces, please do so. Um, there's a couple of good shows that are out there. I know uh, Glitch Through Gaming. Uh, yeah. you were on there. I was on there. He just had, uh, a guest on SCSI is his name. And, uh, I listened to that today. Finally, I was able to catch up at that. And it was a fantastic discussion around, uh, spider tanks and where they're going and tokenomics. And I mean, it was really good glitches. Someone, uh, who's adding a ton to the broadcasting space around these games and, and ideas and, and ways yeah. that they're going to improve so many people, so many yeah. people. It's well, fantastic. The, the Zoro Gala one right now with him. So good. I like it. I like it a lot. That was a good one. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. Well, it's good chatting with you. It's been a, an exactly an hour, you know, and fast. time to rock and roll out of here. Boys, girls, ladies, and gentlemen, thank you for your time and your fun this evening. And we will catch you, Nateless. It'll be Nateless Radio next week. 
or forgedless or unforged, deforged. Betty might be able uh, to make that one though. So, oh, so you guys just are staying away from each other? Is that it? <laughs> well, he's in Texas. I'm in Oregon. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. He moved. He moved to Texas, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you guys can't manage to be on the same stream together again. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. I see how it goes. Happens. No, I know. You guys are both awesome. All right, we're out of here. See you later. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you, like, say your thing so that people will know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro.